Welcome to the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. I'm your host, Rob Cressy, founder of Bacon Sports, and joining me, the founder of Bold Worldwide, my longtime co-host who is documenting his journey of growing a $100 million agency through his video series, Growing Bold, my man, Brian Cristiano. How's it going, my friend? Rob, what's up, my man? It is good to be back. It is good to be back. Good to hear you, man. Uh, thanks for having me on, man. Things are good. Things so, are good. What we want to talk about on this episode is what is going on in the world of bold, the new office, growing bold, uh, lessons learned, as well as the plight of content creators. So let's start with this. You've got a new office and you guys are crushing. Tell me about how the new office has helped blossom the vision as well as support what you guys are building because I've been watching on social what you guys are doing and it's fantastic. Yeah, thanks man. It's exciting to be up here. So we didn't we're in the same building, so the move wasn't as is too crazy. Uh we were on the third floor originally. We're now on the 15th floor. We've got some more space. It's specifically designed for our needs both from an infrastructure layout, IT, all of that great stuff. And the difference is on the third floor, we had a view of another building on the 15th floor. We got a view of the Hudson River. I could see the, the pier and, and, and the heliport. So it's just bright and direct sunlight. And it's, it's awesome, man. It's fresh. It's good to be up here. It's bold 2.0. I love it. So everyone wants to know what is going on with Growing Bold, the video series, because I think you're 19 or 20 episodes in absolute fire content but the natives are getting restless we want to know what is next so fill us in what's cooking with growing bold oh dude it is one of the most is one of the most incredible uh, you know struggles I've, I've had uh so here's the deal the good part is uh growing bold is coming back we are restructuring a little bit we're going to call it season two so that way we can be a little bit more strategic about how many episodes we're going to do in uh, what period of time because so we don't just fall off the air like we did. Um, so we're coming back strong with episode 20. It's going to take a little bit more time. I actually have a meeting uh, in an hour specifically about this. with so uh, one of my really great directors, Dave, who's coming in to, uh, to help work on it a little bit. Um, it's, it's behind it. It's struggled because, uh, you know, we restructured. We, we, we went down in our staff to, in order to regrow the team, reorganize, uh, rehire higher level of talent, uh, put in the right people in place, right process, some leadership here in the agency. And so as part of that, uh, we had to move around, restructure, and even lost some resources on the Growing Bold team. Um, it's not, it wasn't a long-term play, but I, I knew that I had to do what I had to do and put all resources in our clients because at the end of the day, they matter. Um, you know, they come first. And so you know, so, so moving all of those things around, Growing Bold, you know, didn't get the ax, but it got put on ice a little bit longer than I would like to even general day-to-day -day content has been put on ice a little longer than I would like to, but we're in the process also rebuilding that team restructuring entirely. Uh, we're going to have a season two trailer come out and I actually just sent you a little, a little, a little tease of one of the rough cuts. Uh, so I'm curious what you think, but that's where we are, man. And so it's tough. We're, we're in this valley now before we get back up to the top of the mountain, but um, it's all, it's all with purpose. It's all for a reason. It's just what we had to do. So I love the trailer. It's been awesome. The people that you've met and are talking to, I think is where there's going to be so much value here. So there's two things I want to talk about regarding Growing Bold. And let's first start with, 
Can you share any little nuggets or lessons that you've learned along this journey from some of the people that you met? So for example, you got me turned on to Ed Milet's podcast and now I can't get enough of it. And I'm just going down the little rabbit hole of, of guys like that. So what are some lessons that you've learned from meeting some of these higher performers out there? You know, it's really funny. The more folks that I meet that are super high performers, very, very successful people, it really comes down to the basics. They're super workers, ultra, ultra focused. All of them know what they want and will find a way to get there. And they all just are curious and really love what they do. Um, and they all think extremely, extremely big. But at the end of the day, the other common denominator is they all feel the same things you and I both feel. Frustration, challenge, oh, should I do this? Am I doing the right thing? Am I doing it right? They all question themselves too. The only difference is they spend very little time in that feeling and they spend the vast majority of their time in action and thinking really, really big. So in terms of living in action, let's talk about creating content. So obviously at Bold, you guys are stellar at creating content. And then even with you in the Growing Bold series, and we've talked about podcasting. And one thing that I struggle with at times, being a content creator is actually creating content. That there could be so many things going on, internal projects, things that you need with the family, that all of a sudden the one thing that you're great at, that you, opt, that you do love doing, can sometimes get pushed to the back burner for a variety of reasons. So help me understand your thought process on content creation for your own personal brand. Because I know you jump in and out of social for little periods of time there. And how do you handle knowing the, the benefit of content creation with we all have a finite amount of resources and energy. You know, it's something to be honest with you, I struggle with often because I understand the value. I've seen the impact both literally audience wise, financially. And so to not be doing it 100% all the time is actually frustrating for me. Um, you know, at the same time, I've been much better about compartmentalizing and segmenting the things that are going to have the most impact for me right away. And so while I can go scream from the rooftops and do content all day, if I need to restructure the business and reorganize things and hire some new leadership so that we can grow and scale and do even better work for our clients, and I'm going to spend all my energy there, I'm willing to sacrifice the energy that I'm going to put into content. Because at the end of the day, I, you can do content all day, but if you don't have a business, what, what are you really doing other than getting pats on the back? And so for me, I'm able to compartmentalize it. With that said, you know, I could and must be doing a better job of being more consistent. Now, the thing is, I'm rebuilding and restructuring the Growing Bowl team. We're, we already, you know, you saw the teaser. It's pretty, pretty awesome. We're going to do it seasonally. We are going to be a little bit more direct and a little more structured so people have more clear expectations expectations of when to expect our content, what to expect from the content. And that I believe in the long run will help facilitate our ability to kind of take some steps back when needed. Because the reality is at the end of the day, I said, hey, look, I'm going to show a growing business, not one that's already quote unquote made it. And so these are some of the challenges. Now, the good news is we've filmed a documented behind the scenes, even though it hasn't edited or been on social, we filmed all of it. So that's the cool part is when we do relaunch the series, uh, which hopefully won't be too much longer, maybe a month, give or take. 
Uh, we relaunched, dude, I'm going to show you how we had to cut back. I'm going to show you things that changed and reorganizing and restructuring and how I did it. So that's the cool part about this. And I think that we're going to be able to get a little bit of a pass because we're not, not just, oh, sorry, we forgot about you. Hey, we're back. No, 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 no. We just say, hey, look, you didn't get to see it, but we, we've been filming it. Now you get to see it. So I think that we're coming at it from that angle. And that's why maybe I've been able to compartmentalize it a little bit and not feel so bad because I know the content that we're coming back with is probably some of the it's stuff that no one's ever shown, nobody's ever filmed, and definitely nobody's ever put out on the internet before. So for me, that's pretty powerful, and it gives us a little bit of a leeway in that, uh, that time frame in which we were off air. Can you speak to the power and importance of strategy? So I think you said a good thing where you need to be able to have a business and create the content at the same time. And I think one place where a lot of businesses do run into issues is that they don't have a written or defined strategy for what they're doing from a content creation standpoint. And you can always be doing content creation. You can always be doing social media. So it's never ending. However, having the right strategy in place to allow you to execute, to make sure that you're doing so uh, with laser precision, I believe is very, very important. And it sounds like with Growing Bold, it wasn't a lack of, oh, we're not creating content and putting it out. It was, listen, we have this larger strategy right now. And as part of this strategy, we're just not at the place right now where we are doing the putting it out phase. We're still documenting. It's just part of this larger overarching thing that we're doing. Yeah, I think strategy is super important. And that's what has allowed us and allowed me to be okay with taking a bit of a pause. Because if it was just we came off air and we didn't care and maybe we'll do it again, that's one thing. But the reality is, look, the, where we failed in the strategy was not having a clear, uh, that clear process and that clear expectation up front when we first started this. So nobody understood or knew, hey, okay, they're going to do 19 episodes and they're going to come go off for a couple of months. If they, everyone knew that, it would be a different story. We didn't do a good job of, we didn't really anticipate that. We just kind of thought, oh, we do one every single week or every other week forever. I just don't think that that's right. And I don't think people care that much to see what everybody's doing every single minute of their day. I just really don't believe that to be the case. I think it's, a, I think it's cool right now because it's new and fresh in, in, you know, the, in the world of video and content. But I think in the long run, people really want to have a good story as a real story that they can follow, but that has a bit more structure. And so for me, it's really having a strategy behind that. It's really blend between, you know, being consistent, but also having quality. Um, and so, yeah, the strategy was to, hey, look, we're going to divert all of our resources back to our clients, but we're not going to start, stop filming because I know that that's so important for us to document so when we do come on everybody is oh okay that was worth the pause and we understand why so that was the goal um and so at the end of the day that was part of the bigger overarching strategy what are you working on right now from a personal development standpoint how are you trying to get better what's floating on in your mind right now Oh man, I'm actually working with uh, one of my um, interim execs who's uh, also happens to just be an amazing uh, coach, business coach. Um, and this dude, because I've known him for 15 years, will just tear me up. You know, he's got no problem punching me right in the throat and call me out. And so for me, I've been spending a lot of time and energy working with him, both on the actual operations of the business, but at the same time, I'm making very clear to him and him and I's relationship of, look, man, when you see me hesitating or you see me not acting at the CEO level of which I know I can operate and what this business needs, punch me in the face verbally or even physically if needed, right? And so that's 
been something where I spent a lot of time over the last few months uh, honing my energy in on not just what tactfully needs to happen in the business, but who I need to be and how I need to operate in order to take this business to the global domination level in which I know we're going after. So Brian, what action item would you like to have for the audience? You've got a lot of awesome things going on with Bold right now, but what, what ask do you have for the audience? Tweet me a video, just anything, right? Like tweet me why you do what you do and what's holding you back. I will respond to you. I know I haven't been great with content, but if you tweet me at Bold CEO, send me a little video clip. It can be 30 seconds, 60 seconds. Tell me what you're working on and what's holding you back. I will reply to you and give you some advice. That'll at least get me started. It gives me something to work on that's tangible, not so froofy, and hopefully I can help you specifically. And it gets me back in the content game maybe a little bit more than I have been. So that's it. Tweet me at Bold CEO. Give me a video. Tell me something you're struggling with. I will absolutely respond. Before we go, go to robcressy.com to sign up for my newsletter to get content creation tips to help your business.